right. Well, we're back for another episode, another podcast of the Wandering Freelancer Podcast. And probably by the time you're listening to this, I am currently in Glendale, Arizona, doing some work out there. But I kind of recorded this a little earlier in the week, last week. I have, uh, yeah, I've back to traveling again. So what the previous week, last Friday, I did a episode of the show tech show from one of my earlier podcasts. And I was like, you know what? Let's do another one. And so I was like, let's just, let's go on and do episode two of the show tech show podcast where we talk about the most random things. And so I thought, what better way? So here we are with the show tech show episode two. This was filmed. Let me check here. This was filmed February 24th, 2015. Yeah, it's been a while ago. All right, here we go. The show tech show episode two. How do your ears sound? Two, one, two, two, you're on. We'll edit that. Jackass! Yeah. Brilliant. All right, welcome once again to the Showtech Show, filming live, apparently, on February 22nd, 2015, from the Lone Star Webcast Network. Tonight, we're going to be talking about the pitfalls of budgeting for a live show, little things that producers always seem to forget when they're making that happen. Some some insider tips from the pros here on the panel. Um, and as well, we're going to be talking about, uh, oh, we got our buddy Harvin's gonna be on the phone with us later on today, calling hey, us Harvin. live from New Braunfels, Texas, down south at the Faust Hotel and Pubbery, I guess. But anyway, yes, he'll be with us shortly. And uh, as always, I'm Rick Har, your uh, managing producer for the network and host of the Showtech Show alongside, to your left, my co-host Scott Davis of Scott, Le- Scott Davis Sliding Designs. I screw that up every time. Anyway, <laughs> on the board, Jordan, we got a camera on you today. Is yeah, that correct? Oh, my gosh. Right Look there. at them. Sorry, folks, yeah. but oh, we thought it was only fair that he gets equal yeah. billing. Hey. Wow, that was awkward. (laughs) 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 So, great topics tonight, great people as always, and uh, up first we're going to take a look around the news this week and latest events in a little segment we like to call next, Awkward Pause. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, this week, um, let's see, who wants to go first? Scott, you had some neat stuff. Oh, did I? I had some very neat stuff. Um, I've got it here if you don't remember. Um, Which one was they doing first? Well, first of all, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention it's Oscar night. So uh, props to all of y'all out there in live internet TV land for not watching that and watching us instead, the real magic. Unfortunately, none of the products that I'm going to talk about tonight are are Oscars related. Oscars related. One of mine actually is. See, I I had the forethought to do a little tie-in work, so I'm better than you. Oh, really? I am. Um, um, okay. Do you have, uh, what do you guys, what are your thoughts on Oscars this year? I haven't really, uh, I think the only thing that's even eligible that I've seen this year is Birdman, which I watched last night. So, <laughs> not really staying on top of the, uh, 
I work in live the theater, so I, I don't get to see much. If it's not on Broadway, it's crap, right? I haven't seen a lot of movies yeah. this year. I don't think I've seen any. I don't get out much. Hey, that Frozen thing that your kids keep making me watch is okay. Oh, yeah, I got the go. little ones upstairs Let watching that go. for the umpteenth million time. I don't know how that doesn't win. I, it's got to. For best animated series guaranteed to make a parent go out of their damn mind, it's Frozen! Let ah! That's good. You're not going to go to the camera on that one, Jordan? <laughs> right Regale us some more. Yeah. Um, Yay! So, yeah, my related news to the Oscars then, since we're, oh, well, I'm going to go say next to the Oscars. Okay, next. Oh, that still hey. did not work. <laughs> I love it when the camera comes I'm, out to him. I'm still trying to figure Now, to be fair, out. Jordan is learning a very new camera system here. Yeah, uh, we're we're state-of-the-art at the Lone Star. We're really cutting-edge technology, so he's wading into it uh, trial by fire here. So you might occasionally right, I, I see I'm, a misspunch. I think I'm ready to do this next, so let's just say next so, again. Pretend I just said, next. Next. Uh, all right. Wow. See, I'm magic. Yeah, that was better. Um, so my related news was I saw uh, through a Twitter advertisement this week. Uh, dot actor. Dot actors. Dot actors. Names are now available. So if you want to have your own website and you are an actor or actress, you can have your name. Dot actor. Just uh, what we need. Just a little cheesy domain thing. But uh, hey, I mean, there's still people out there on MySpace. So kick it up a notch. Get yourself a dot actor name. Stay. Name uh, domain. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody want to talk about that or? Uh, uh, yeah, no. You know, well, the dot actor is so it's like basically you're saying uh, some actor's name like Bruce Willis. I mean, actor. You could do that. Yeah. I What's think, the point? I mean, not uh, that many. the point is they want to sell some more domain names, and all the dot coms are taken. Okay. Nay. Next. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> It's Oscar night. I don't care. Yeah, it's, it's it, Oscar. That was my way Oscar. of tying it in. Oscar. If there were actors watching tonight, then they're not real actors. Because some of the actors are going to be watching the Oscars tonight. Really don't DVR that and no. uh, break it down? No. Are they live tweeting it? No, I don't know. I like the arrow. That was really cool. <laughs> what was it? I don't know. Did we yeah. have a... We had an arrow flying everywhere. Was, oh! Why not? Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> <Scott>. <laughs> Are we losing it? No, we're good. We're still good. <laughs> Scott, tell me about Behringer's new uh, Behringer's, Behringer's White Zinfandel. X32 has been out for a while, actually. I think it's three years now. But, breaking news. The exciting <laughs> part is they've come out. They, they had a digital snake that was out that was only... Uh, that was my nickname in high school. There you go. That was 16 channels. Mm -hmm. Now the X32 is oh, 32 yeah. channels right total. And this is this there is we're looking at it in life size now. Is this life correct? size. Um, That's how big the board is. They haven't worked on their miniaturization very well. The, but, uh, very they have now come out finally with a snake that will carry every channel that goes to the board. So you can cat five to your stage now, over 300 feet oh, away. Gorgeous. All your inputs. Uh, run through the new digital snake. It also has what's called what they've proprietarily made, which is called Ultranet, which will uh, uh, plug into the the playback monitors so that you can so that your people can do in ears uh, in the band loft or wherever. Oh, like a little um, Wi-Fi network, basically. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's gorgeous. Uh, uh, not to name names, but 
the AVM system or, or the earbuds system that, that's, uh, that's out there right now, it's basically the exact same thing. It's mm -hmm. just their own proprietary language. Um, and it carries four Ultranet uh, outputs. So you can do up to 16 of those stations. I, you can literally do an entire band now with yeah. one Cat5 cable. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, Cat5 bands were huge when uh, they came to the projector world, just not having to run your home runs on uh, five-wire yeah. cable or even digital. A well, little freaking Cat5 cable, and you've got your, the, the, all your signals the run. HDMI to Cat5, uh, RGB, VGA to Cat5 all became really, really big because of the fact that you could do 300 to 500-foot runs. Mm -hmm. You put a repeater in the middle, and you can you can go a thousand feet with this stuff. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, an operation like ours, we could set up out in the parking lot in a van, and then run a couple of uh, net tactical network cables in the building, and the whole mm -hmm. show's set up for us. That's you know, I've seen a lot of uh, I've seen these boards quite a bit. Jordan, Jordan, smaller. I hear you. I can't see you. Sorry, I don't I'm know if there's a camera we have available. Yeah, we have a camera right oh, here. Slow so very good. I, I've seen this board being used quite a bit in different smaller venues that can really afford a bigger board, but they're great boards what I've seen, you know, through 20, internet control. $2,400 buys you the, the X32 So board. let me say a couple things. Uh, a, we use a Behringer board here. It's obviously a lot, lot smaller version of that in our system, but it's great at a native USB output so we can take all of our analog sources like these fancy little mics and run them to a digital connection straight into the live feed, which is really nice for recording. Just makes everything a lot cleaner, a lot uh, simpler. And another thing I love about these digital boards, these purely digital boards, is you get an insane amount of buses. So that's huge for mix. Sorry. Day jobs closed tomorrow yep. for the snowstorm. All right. Yes. Good. Mine's not. <laughs> <laughs> Hospitals. Yeah. Well. Um, wow. But what I'm saying is, uh, so you, we've we've got a uh, phone interview with our buddy Har Harvin coming up tonight, and. Uh, mm -hmm. That's uh, the difficulty of that is we have to set up what's called a mix minus. So he hears everything that's going on the show except for himself coming back because that would be an obnoxious echo and it would sound like trash. So every time you have a setup like that, it requires a separate bus. The X32 has something like 16 available buses you can mix. 16 available buses. That's uh, amazing. Uh, which is which is absolutely incredible. Yeah. And, and like I said, each one of those buses goes to their talkback system. Mm -hmm. So... So your talent wants to hear a little more me or whatever you can do that. Like right now, yeah, we're like sharing literally, a bus we and... could we could be we could be IFBing uh, this through two of those, and I would have total control over what I was hearing. Like if I wanted to turn Jordan off, wow, yeah, he, okay. he uh, that's something that he would want to want to do really is just to turn me off and not hear me again. I want to turn them both off most of the time, but you guys are turning okay. me off. Next. NAB is coming up for any of you broadcast heads out there in April. I'm starting to see some announcements come out in the emails about uh, getting hotels and travel and all that good stuff booked. Do you guys want to do NAB this year? I've got my free invite already for the for the floor, yep. so I, I will do the... Uh, I desperately want to do that. I'm saving up all of my vacation time like a madman for I'm having a baby in July, so that's kind of breaking news, but uh, yeah, I would love to hit that show. It's been far too long since I've been able to get there, and it's so yeah. And it shows. I'm I'm, I'm actually, yeah. I'm actually How far thinking, along am I? I'm actually thinking about going this year also um, for a few days just well, to check it out and stuff like that. If Daddy Boy Rich can't make it out there, would you... Uh... Keep on going. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm... <laughs> 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 
I really, we should so, just leave the camera on Jordan all the time. He's like making these crazy gesticulations <laughs> whenever he's off I, camera. I, I finally got the, I, I just did keyboard shortcuts on here, and it's amazing now. I can just do one enter to go to y'all, two enter to go to me, and it's simple. It's amazing. So that's, Neat. Yeah. So much tighter switching coming soon. It's too. amazing. It's right now. So anyway, NAB's coming up. Uh, anything yeah. you guys are interested about seeing, or do you know of anything? And, God, what uh, happened? Oh, did you crash the program? <laughs> we, are, uh, we are off the air. Totally crashed it? It's shut down, yeah. Oh. Uh, how do I, how do I, oh, God. Uh, desktop, there's a uh, shortcut to the Showtech Show Wirecast. <laughs> Windows 8 giving you trouble. Are we still streaming? No, it, it closed the whole program. That's okay. <laughs> what is that noise? Oh, That's the air oh, still streaming. Never mind. It just minimized. <laughs> God, I kind of wish we hadn't. Oh, it'd be so much funnier if it was a, just a crash. But that's the that's the magic of live internet television, oh folks. Is <laughs> you get to see all these train wrecks happen oh, as they're wow. happening before we get to put our master team of editors on it. So I tentatively want to say next. <laughs> I don't even know what we were Jordan. Next. Wow, two shows in. This is pretty rough. Uh, it's going to out. Jordan, tell me about this Crossfire tablet. That sounds pretty rad. Yes, it's a new tablet. Um, this company is actually out of Dallas, Texas. Here. Oh, no joke. Um, Locals. Integratech. Uh, Integratech. Sounds like the uh, office space company. Yeah. yeah. Integratech. That was also filmed here in Dallas. Was it? <laughs> well, weird. Maybe um, it... Uh, Hold on. Maybe it is them. So, so this is what... Was it, Office Space filmed here? That's, uh, yeah, that's, filmed, that's what I'm hearing from my producer. It was filmed in Irving. A little bit of it was filmed in Irving, Texas. Really? Yeah, you can... When you see, when you see some of the scenes, you can see, you know, some stuff in Irving. So. Cool. Gotta love that. The more you know. So, Boom. all right, about this laptop. It's called the Crossfire... It's not only a laptop. It's like a tablet. It's called tablet, a, yeah. Tablet. It's called a Crossfire Pro, and it's customizable that you can customize anything you want to with it. And then you can do upgrades with it later on. It's pretty yeah. easy to upgrade and stuff like that. Um, He's getting you can... excited. <laughs> He's bouncing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is a cool thing. I don't know if you got the screenshot available that you can pull up. Hold on a second. Let me get that up. But my, I'm a big fan of modular technology, and that's something that's sorely lacking in the laptop space, and especially the tablet space. That's the deal behind the sucker, right. is you can trade out everything. It's a shell. And, and that's, you're right, that is the one thing that has been missing. HP came out with that, the, uh, the flip top thing, which was yeah. kind of cool. I like that because you could actually draw and stuff like that. A little more multi-purpose. But, but it's not module-based. Yeah, this sucker you can swap, swap, <laughs> you can swap out the processor, the memory, the camera, like all, you know, it's designed to be upgradable as technology changes. They're going to supposedly keep these modules coming out, so you just put in the latest hardware and your shell remains the same. I don't, I don't know how cost-effective that is, but I do like the idea of a multi-mission tablet. So if you have one base, it's kind of like my GoPro camera, for example. It's got a billion accessories, but you kind of kit it out for whatever job that you're doing that particular day. I don't know if I would look at that as a long-term survivability thing. I'd probably just go buy the new iPad, you know, two years later at $500 when it comes out versus, you know, buying a $12,000 tablet and swapping out yeah. customized modules. But there's some real opportunity there for uh, having, you know, hot swappable hardware. It's kind of related. Have you guys seen the uh, Google Project Aria? 
Uh, I think that's what it's called. It's their. Uh, it's mm -hmm. a modular cell phone that they want to build, Android cell phone. Same thing. You basically just buy a, a main board, and it's like 50 bucks or 100 bucks, something like that. And you can choose the processor you put on it. You choose the camera sensor you put on it. You choose the screen you put on it. And there are little, these little tiles that you just move around. So if you want a big screen and nothing else, you do that. If you want big speakers, you put a big speaker module on there and smaller screen. So it's totally customizable. If you want a big honking Wi-Fi antenna, and that's more important to you than a lot of memory space, you know. So that's that's even cooler, and I kind of think this Crossfire tablet has that kind of potential where it's not a one-size-fits-all thing. It's a, what's important to you. You know, here's a generic platform. And we'll customize well, it. especially for us where, where yeah. there are times where we need a lot more mm -hmm. uh, uh, storage capacity and stuff like that. That's the, or, or yeah, just has to be faster. Well, mm -hmm. and, and that's that's the one thing that you can do is you can totally upgrade the RAM on it um, to make it whatever speed you want. You can upgrade the hard drive, anything else that you need. It could totally. There's a shot of it right there. there. It um, so it's easily it, ha, it runs on two different. I think two or three different OSs. So you can put like a Windows system, a Linux system. I forgot what the other one was. It's another like a Explorer system or something like that. So it totally can run off two systems. So yeah, even the OS is uh, swappable. Yeah. So it, it's cool. it's pr it's pretty interesting that you can totally upgrade it and like just easily on. I'm, I'm I sorry. think that's real interesting that you can swap OSs. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not married to. Uh, I mean, obviously the Integratech platform doesn't exist, so they're able to load Android or Windows Phone or what, whatever you like on there. Pretty decent. Yeah. I don't know. You probably won't see an Apple iOS available for it. But, I don't know. Uh, they keep that pretty locked down, but I'm sure somebody will port it. Um, I, I think Apple basically has just, they don't want to release any of their no, software. They're, they're, they have no motivation to do that. For, you know, themselves. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's Is a, that, uh, well, that's awfully smart, though. Um, well, yeah, because Apple makes all their stuff from the ground up. Their laptops, you know, the only thing they go out of is Intel and maybe hard drive, but everything else is totally an Apple-based system. You know, it's, you know, not like a Windows where, you know, you're mixing with a Dell PC and, uh, you know, um, or a, any other PC. Windows, Microsoft only just makes the operating system, while Apple makes the computer from the ground up to support the operating system. Yeah. So it makes it a little smoother transition. So I throw out that uh, $12,000 price point. I don't think that's entirely accurate. Do you have a number on how much this sucker uh, costs? Well, it's still in beta, right? It's not... Yeah, and it's still it's still in uh, beta testing right now, so they really don't know. I mean, there's not that much pricing on it yet. So our sources um, are telling us it's probably not going to be a quarter million dollars. But, no. uh, <laughs> it, and plus, it, it, they've done some drop tests on it where they actually throw the whole system thing on the ground as hard as they can, and it still functions great. So it's good for <laughs> maybe a construction job where people yeah. are going to be like... This is definitely... Well, it's, it's a pro model. It seems like it's something that would compete more with those Panasonic tough books you know, yeah. that the military loves to use and all the tactical teams. Uh, chat room's telling us, we never went off the air, and we look good and sound good. So thank you for that feedback, live audience. We appreciate that, and we're sorry that we suck. <laughs> I'm fired. I'm fired probably <laughs> after this. So. No, dude, you're like our most heavily trained engineer at this point. So, please don't leave. Um, next. Okay, next. Yeah, hotkey that. Yeah, hotkey that. Hotkey that. I will. i work on hotkeys on that. Uh, I want to talk about drones again. We had a nice little drone discussion last time, and uh, I was kind of digging that. But uh, yeah. I've been seeing these advertisements for something called the Iris Plus, I guess, drone. And this is yes. a quadcopter, you know, put the GoPro on it and whatnot. 
But uh, this is one of the uh, first few models, there's a couple of these out there coming out, that it's actually a drone. People like to call their little quad quadcopters drones. Got a um, picture of that right that's, there. That's total bullshit. They're, they're basically RC helicopters. Yeah. But this sucker is actually an autonomous drone. It basically pairs to a Bluetooth phone and it will follow you at a set altitude and, and film you. So uh, I was reading in uh, Red Bull's publication about how you know, bikers like to use these things so they can have a, basically a trailing camera crew behind them as they're doing these stunts. They've got a, uh, uh, an aerial cam following them on the cheap, and I think that's pretty cool. And the first example of an actual drone for civilian use that I've ever seen. I think probably even more so than uh, the military drones. I mean, I'm sure there are some autonomous ones, but the unmanned uh, combat vehicles you seem to hear about, those are, those are certainly manned. They're controlled. Um, you... I guess they're I guess they're built to be on orbit, which is where the the drone name comes from. When I hear drone, I'm thinking something that's a, a I, I, autonomous thing. But I was in the Navy when when they started using drones, and and all they were were glorified um, RC. Yeah. Uh, as well as where the industry got to start for military yeah. application was basically someone said, "Why don't I put a grenade on this uh, helicopter?" And boom. And that's a. a, a the amazing thank fact, you, Congress. The amazing fact <laughs> of that, though, is is we had uh, we had uh, Tomahawk cruise missiles, which uh, were autonomous. Uh, uh, they they run and think on their own. Yeah. They look at stuff and. This is where we need the Terminator soundtrack. Come on, we're trying to talk about drones. That's go 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 up. Go 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 go. Um, it, it's a very neat. Uh, uh, Product. I love the fact that you can pair it to your phone and have it follow you. Yeah, that I think that's decent. And now that the uh, FAA has apparently approved the, uh, you have to admit that's cool. I would do that. Yeah, I would I think do. That's, it. Uh, yeah. So I, I would definitely do it. All right, Jordan, go ahead and jump on and uh, order three for us. Oh yeah. What was that again? Sorry. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the, the, the Can drones. I uh, have but a company credit card? We, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it, is it, uh, we just the, got new the chairs. The Star credit card. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice guys, chairs. We're not sitting in the. We got new chairs. Anymore. We may as well get new drones. Yeah. Right. Let's blow it up. Right. All right. I have a few drones flying in here and stuff like that. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That wouldn't be distracting <laughs> at all. Mm, uh, yeah, yeah. Thank so, you for joining us. Yeah. I mean, do you think at, at some point with all the, the way this drone business is and everything that you know, with the last Sunday, you know, we were broadcasting last Sunday, the FAA came out with new regulations about drones. Um, do you th I mean, is it just going to be a thing that will phase out after some point with video world? Like, you think oh, drones be will become like kind of a bit that nobody's doing anymore, and it's like, all right, we're. It's almost, it's almost like... No, but I think the selfie stick is not long for this world. That is ridiculous. Please stop using Have those. You I, I actually used the selfie <laughs> stick with, when I was skiing in Colorado. For video or for still shots? Uh, both. I actually used... The still uh, shots actually look pretty rad. I saw some of those from the ski lift that you put on, and those were good. I can't... Was that with the selfie stick? Uh, yeah, it was with the selfie stick. I actually had my GoPro set, which I didn't know this until I researched it, that you can record and take pictures at the same time. So I was recording at 720, 120 frames because I can like the slow mo part of it and yeah. stuff like that. So it looked pretty good. And I, the selfies, you know, the selfie stick, the pictures look really good. I haven't looked at. I mean, the video is okay. It's just I think video with the selfie stick is kind of pointless. I mean, it could be used as a tripod maybe, but I think yeah. that. Okay, yeah. I, I will say the the footage that you get from selfie sticks isn't horrible, but you look like such a jackass going. Don't, don't, do not do that. Um, uh, but first, 
I was in, take a selfie. I was in Manassas uh, this this past year, and there was a, there was a, the first person I ever saw with a selfie stick. Um, sitting there, she's taking pictures of herself and her boyfriend, and I was like, "We we now have a total excuse to not talk to people at all." I wouldn't could, talk to you if you're. Could you take stick. this photo for us, please? No, no need anymore. Hang on, hang on. Well, all I'm saying is, would you rather have a selfie stick or an autonomous drone? Uh, I would rather have a drone. There you go. <laughs> oh, let's get a shot. Hold on, hold on. Huh? Huh? Yeah. yeah. Next. <laughs> Next. Ooh, I, I'm oh, good. Yeah, man, that was good. That's, that's, a, that's probably punch the, line. the cleanest transition today. Scott, you're up with some crazy Russian spotlight. The Roby Bumuffle. <sighs> Oh, the BMFL. BMFL, the big <laughs> The big motherfucking light. light. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, this thing is stink incredible. Look at that thing. Look at that wow. aperture at the front. Uh, that is um, a cannon. It is a cannon. 40,000 lumen. Wow. 40,000 lumen out of a, a 1500 arc lamp. Uh it does And it's all LED. Everything. No. <laughs> it's Russian. Are you kidding me? There's actually a fire inside of it. It's not actually Russian. They're Czech, okay? Oh, really? <laughs> the only thing, I say they're Russian because the only thing Big I could difference. find on it was a Russian promo video on YouTube. And it's like, Big bright light. They are. Okay, yeah. They are Czechoslovakian. Um, it, it's it's got the CMY capability. It's got it's got rotating gobos. It's got a zoom that's out the wazoo. It goes down to like a seven degree, uh, and then it's as wide as uh, almost a sixty. So, what would you use that for? Give me um, give me an example. Literally, I would use that whenever. Uh, I would stay with Marshmallow Man's walking down the street and you need no, to get a good if, light on If I was doing a concert, I would I would probably put it on truss right next to the audience uh, blinders. Uh, yes. Well no, right next right next to the soundboard operator. And every time he pissed <laughs> me off, I would just have him <laughs> just melt him, just fries him instantly. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty rad. Any idea what those suckers will set you back? Uh, yeah, those suckers are gonna set you back. In rubles. Thousand dollars. Uh, really, that's not awful for like what would a forty k projector? Are you well, uh, probably a lot the, worse than that. The, well, actually, the the only light that's comparable to it that even comes close is the Mac Viper, mm. and the Vipers <sighs> right now are running a, between fifteen to seventeen thousand dollars. So it's so, only about a thousand dollars more, and you get twenty thousand more lumen. And the, two for the price of one is very good deal. The thing about it is that you've got you've got the fifteen hundred watt lamp but they're burning extra power through it to get the lumens that's so rush so this 2000 hour lamp only lasts 500 hours when you're you in, put your lights in when you're mode. in super bright yeah. mode <laughs> that's what you do when the producer's like i need more light i need more light all right throw the safety switch but for, <laughs> for those of us lighting designers that are always asking for a brighter light it's here that's it. You just leave it in your back pocket. You know it's there, but when they're like, it's here. You just, just flip it on and just for once, just watch their jaw just drop. You have to plug it into two houses because <laughs> yeah. there's not enough power to run it. That's what caused Chernobyl. But it's bright. <laughs> <laughs> Next. That's good. That's good. Thank you. 
And I think the last bit we have on our news item for tonight is, uh, oh, just a cute little thing. I want to talk about Magic Leap, a uh, little company that's doing augmented reality in strange and enticing new ways. Are you guys familiar with augmented reality? It's similar to virtual reality, but it's the uh, kind of the Google Glass concept. You've got a virtual overlay of fake stuff in the world. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Last week, didn't we get into this virtual reality stuff? See, I'm thinking outside the box, man. Can you imagine what you could do with that in theater? And, and didn't that get imagine next, props like, you don't have to pay. really quick because nobody really cares? You could have a tiny, tiny elephant in yeah, the palm of that. your hand. Look at that. Just How amazeballs would that be? That'd be awesome. All right. Read about it on the internet. Next. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to go into our main topic of the night. Yes, thank you for that bumper that I made that shamed me so badly. <laughs> uh, so, so we've all been on uh, gigs where just somebody misses an amazingly, glaringly horrible thing that really should have been thought through at the pre-production meetings, and now there's nothing for it. So that's the topic for tonight, bumper. Sorry. Oh, so. it's always good when the director goes, <laughs> what? <laughs> So yeah, this the point we just tonight wanted to uh, talk about um, things. Maybe maybe this is pro tips from guys who've done it a few times. For people out there, maybe this is your first time as an event planner. You want to be a producer. You want to do some light broadcast, and you're just kind of winging it all. These are some things that you're probably going to forget to think about, and it's best to do it ahead of time rather than get to the show site and so oh crap. So uh, I'll lead off the discussion because I think I invented this one. You guys are not really tracking me. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I yeah, I, I got the topic Not about budgeting. I, I, I think, no. I think we've all got the topic, but go ahead. All right, so lead on. Lead off, because you, you, I mean, you can lead on because you're talking about pre-show planning. There you that's, go. That's a good place to start. So, pre-show, and uh, I put this in the show notes as pre-show planning, but really what I'm talking about is like literal pre-show. Like you've got the the event planned. You've got, uh, you've got your great opening you've got these sick bumpers you've built that nobody seems to know where they're located on the board but you've got everything all worked out but you get to the show and you've got maybe an audience full of 10,000 people waiting to see this live thing and you haven't really come up with anything to entertain the, the live group pre-show like uh, you've got no music you've got no stage act it's like everybody just sit in your chairs for half an hour and good luck with that you guys ever encountered anything like that just no uh, no forethought to what you're going to do yeah. before the actual program. Just Did you see the first three show tech shows we've ever done? <laughs> I've got pre-show music. I've got some good stuff. You can tell you can do a sound check. You can make sure you're seeing color bars. You can do a quick monitor calibration if you want to. It's <laughs> <laughs> damn entertaining. Um, uh, I think everyone runs into that at some point in time. Um, uh, how do you stop it? Um, well, it's, think, it's all in the planning. Yeah, that's what this is about. It's just kind of things. <clears throat> try to catch the producers early. If you start seeing these things being teed up, if you have any sort of design input or uh, production management, there's a few people that we've worked with in the past where where there was no pre-planning. There was no sitting down with your people. There was no knowing yeah. what he was going to bring in the truck. Or there's too little. It's just a matter of, uh, I, and I think it's very easy to get tunnel vision on uh, show production, especially if you're kind of new at it, to just focus on the meat of what the, you know, the CEO's keynote. Yeah. Um, the opening scene that's got a lot of pyro, you know, the, the, you know, the, the big guest speaker in your house of worship. Always have two spare computers because somebody's going to need it to redo notes. Um, you know, there's, there was 
there's 150 things that you learn when you're doing this stuff. Uh, those of you that actually think ahead of time are, are the ones that are going to make it in this business. And those of you that don't, you'll just get a bad reputation and nobody will want to use you. Whoa. <laughs> tell uh, me about uh, tell whoa, me about tech a, quality. That was your your idea in the notes. Technician My, quality or technology no, quality? I, I I think it's I think it's tech quality as a whole. Um, uh, On the whole, boosting uh, your quality level, uh, uh, people start to perceive you differently. It's 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 like when you go to see a show and and you look up and every light is is just white. Yeah. Nobody put any time into that. Nobody put the extra effort into creating something that's going to be fun and, and, and liked. Which is why I think the shows that, that us three have done, White. hey, White. this is your studio. <laughs> You're the LD, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, okay. But the, the shows that we've... So taking the care the just to do to kick it up a notch in the quality, it's, get it, a little bit more art than science. It's that little bit of extra that you do. Doesn't necessarily have to break the bank, not without budgetary consideration, but yeah, very yeah, little yeah. for the effect that you get and for the but, impression that you leave. Right? But seriously, if you're if you're putting on a show, think about your budget. Think about the fact that your your LD is going to want to buy two hundred dollars worth of gel. Think about those facts. Don't go into the show looking like an idiot because you sat back and went, oh, I only, I'm only making $2,400 off of this. Um, yeah, that kind of headroom gets eaten up really fast if you don't. I guess that's true. That's what you want to do is just account for headroom. Have a little bit of extra room. Account for, for headroom. You don't know what you don't know. No matter how good you are, there's always going to uh, be something that could use tweaking or... It's a last minute salvage. The, your stream could crash right in the middle of your show. What are you gonna do? Or the do? screen minimizes. The hardest part about getting quality out of your employees is uh, uh, when your employees see that the person that's producing it really doesn't give two craps about what's going on. He cares about getting the check at the end. Yeah. Uh, uh, take pride in your work. Go the extra mile every time. Uh, we, we did a show in Fredericksburg where we actually had a bunch of color in the auto show. I am hazy. Do you remember that. that? I don't remember that show. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. I, I think I had you hang all the lights. Yeah, I did. And I remember um, going on a lift and going like this whole <laughs> spinning the um, pattern of the Source 4 around. Yeah. yeah. Clock it. I clock it. Talking clock it. well. He's a man of many talents. You know, that's that's where I got my nickname from that show. Uh, yes, that's that's the uh, genesis of Jackass, I believe. I do believe it is. The very I beginning of it. Yep, that's where it is. I tried to give your nickname away, but it didn't work. I fought for it. And I <laughs> kept it. It's all you. Why not? It's mine. <laughs> okay, Jordan. Uh, this is a good point. Uh, thinking about your delivery and distribution channels. Yeah, uh, um, you know, we always think about on a live stream, or, or not even a live stream, but live programming, uh, the way of how are we gonna deliver it to the viewers out there. Um, mostly news and stuff like that, they deal with 
satellite and microwaves. Yeah. But satellite time's pretty expensive, you know, to and you have to reserve a time because not everybody has a satellite up in the sky, you know. Most of the major networks do and stuff like that, but you know, Channel Eight here in Dallas doesn't have a personal satellite up there. They basically buy time and you had to buy a window of time, say five hours, ten hours or stuff like that, and work your block that way. Um, for local stuff right here, you know, you do a microwave. So Channel 8 has a microwave, you know, when they're doing a live transmission from Fort Worth back to Dallas or something like that. It's a microwave system. Um, that's why they had the microwave trucks and stuff like that to beam it back. Um, what I've seen more and more, what the inter- you know, the way news is going now, I've seen this in Mexico, honestly, when I was in Mexico. Um, it's basically using 4G data or LTE data. Yeah, um, to do air a, cards bonded together to make a, a way of backhauling it wirelessly. Yeah, exactly. And so they're basically transmitting it back through yeah. the internet. Um, up front, that system's probably more really expensive at the upfront cost. But well, versus a microwave van, I guarantee that's not the case. I, I, I was <laughs> when I, a satellite uplink, probably. Sat- not. Yeah, exactly. Satellite uplink or microwave van, all that stuff, components for that. Is going to be more expensive in the whole long term run than it is just to get a small little backpack that you can wear that has a, a 4G data or LTE data transmitter in there. For you know, it's going to be a little cheaper than a microwave or a, you know a satellite truck than it is up front. Now, I would imagine that the uh, the concept of getting your content to the intended audience that's not really something that tends to be forgotten very much in the production world because that's really that's pretty mission critical if you think about it. You're not going to get a job done if you don't have a way for the intended recipient to see it. But I do think that there's a lot to be said in this category for the pitfalls of not understanding your chosen delivery method, especially with the tons of options that are available nowadays, and especially the newer technologies like the internet delivery, the unintended cost of those, the unintended... what I want to say, contingencies, you know, say your the, uh, cellular signal's just not there, what do you do now, you know? The, um, uh, you always have to have a redundant platform to, to use, but uh, uh, to go back to the, the timing and the satellite thing, we, I did the NHL All-Star game not too, uh, six years ago, something like that. And uh, uh, it became a problem when you have 15 news organizations and only one satellite to bounce off of. Interesting. Um, so, yeah. like all of us at Rogers Sportsnet, who I was working with at the time, we were we were slated to only having a half an hour of, of uplink time. So, all of our stories had to be done, ready, uh, yeah, to go 10 minutes before we, we logged in. That uh, hardware has limited bandwidth. And very that's limited That's why the bandwidth. cost is at such a premium. That's why the, the LTE network idea is, is, is really starting to, to go a long way. CNN's, CNN's broadcasting. Yeah. And, and, I mean, you can tell if when you watch CNN, some of the quality is crap. But, um, you know. I think I'm okay with that. This is, I feel like we're going down a little sidebar here, but that's what this show is all about. So, uh, mm, we, so we talk until the beer runs out. Hey. But, uh, yeah, I, I think we're kind of entering an age where the the razor-sharp quality of something that's breaking and something that's hard to get footage from is acceptable to the masses now. I mean, a lot of people get 
their their most interesting information off of sources like YouTube and cell phone video and things like that. And if the what you're filming is compelling enough, you really don't need to have any kind of fidelity whatsoever. I mean, obviously more is better. People but, pay $150 a so, month for cable, and it's digitized three quarters of the time. Yeah, yeah, you don't know what quality is, suckers. Okay, so like even <clears throat> yesterday, um, NASA did their you know basically a first spacewalk. So uh, it's like he's getting smaller. It does. <laughs> Do I? <Sorry. laughs> uh, so, like, you know, NASA did their spacewalk yesterday. Um, the first one of the spacewalks from the space station area, and you know what they're how it's being broadcasted was through UStream yesterday. You know, something that's a free and simple way. Yeah, of standard definition something. Russian camera it was awful. Yeah, well, I think it looked pretty good from my stream. It's hard to make orbital video it look HD. bad. It's pretty. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it was. I was looking uh, at the shots. I think it was a uh, square aspect ratio, pretty uh, pretty fuzzy standard yeah. definition camera. Huh. Really? It, it, mm-hmm. yeah. it looked pretty good from whatever. Because I, I think they were outside on. of a Russian module, seriously, and it wasn't one of the HD cupola cameras. Russians. They actually do have a full-time, a 24-7 HD downlink from the space station. It looks gorgeous. I think you get some really? awesome footage. Yeah. But uh, that was not it. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen HD. That's no HD. So I mean, I think in the end run that you know the delivery method it has to be factored in for you know just your pricing and stuff like that. Um, it's one of the, you know all of, all of the, from pre to production to post anything like that, but you know mostly in live production. And the last thing I wanted to say on this topic, and just to uh, tie it up with a bow, craft services. Oh. Feed your crew. Amen to that. God. You can't have a, a two-day setup and not have any decent food or, or drinks to these people or expect them to show up on their own. I've always been an advocate, I believe, of what I call human engineering as, our, uh, as the engineering element here on the show. And you can do all you want to make sure your broadcast stays up, to make sure your cameras are great, make sure your lighting grid holds up, the power's there. But if crew's falling out because they're overworked and underfed, you ain't got a show, hey, sucker. For, for <laughs> so, for instance, like tonight, you know, we have some chili. That's uh, in yes, the fridge, my lovely so. wife Sheena upstairs. She prepared chili for the crew. Uh, it was kind of, it's cold night out there. It's 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 raining and it's cold, and these people showed up to do their best for us. And so she's got a piping hot bowl of chili that she accidentally made too much for. So yeah, we were thinking about you kind of after the fact, and we're really glad to offer that. <laughs> Chili's good. Really good. good stuff. Yeah. Never mind the ice storm that's happening outside. Go ahead and stay for you another hour. You still have hour. to sleep outside, but you know, <laughs> we're gonna give you a nice little care package when we kick you out the door. Don't worry about that thirty-mile drive home. Have a bowl of chili. Well, this is uh, normally the part where we would transition into a little ad spot, and uh, we're not quite selling ad space on this show yet. We're still Why not? I, I don't know. I think it's because I, I charge too little. People just can't believe it. But yes, space is available for advertising, but I did want to take a second to talk about one of your little private on, ventures on the side. I you don't do some, anything. You've got some lovely uh, merchandise for sale. Merchandising. For those of you that are actors, directors, lighting designers, sound designers, any of that crap, Please come buy my mugs. Buy my mugs. We have <laughs> these fabulous mugs. These are mugs. great. These are hilarious. I love these. It reminds me of a lot of that uh, Roadie Rags place that went outside, out of business. Roadie Rags was great. Yeah, those uh, things that really just technical people get. Well, now you can get them in mug form. You've got some t-shirts on there, I see. Some good stuff. Uh, you're actually wearing one tonight, aren't you? Is this one of your, uh, your company shirts? This is. The back, the back reads, life that. is a freak show. We just Is that in glow-in-the-dark paint? Oh, no, it's reflecting uh, the green screen. Okay. 
Anyway, but yeah, life is a freak show. We just light it. Just no, good little quippages like that. Hilarious. That is my next venture, though. I want to do these in glow in the dark. That's thing. brilliant. I just just made that up. I think you're good. So, all I'd, right. I'd hire you. So, this is the part where I start talking uh, really slowly. Oh, yes. Do give him the website. Uh, it is... www.zazzle.com backslash... Forward slash. Forward slash. D-A-V-S-N-D. Yes. Yeah. Zazzle's a good company. I've used them in the past. I think Go actually, buy my mugs. I think we've got like mouse pads and stuff through them still. All one of you. Yes. <laughs> Go buy my Tell mugs. your friends. Uh, but yeah, there's no finer way to drink coffee. But anyway, what I was going to say, this is the part where I've got to tee up our phone call with Harvin. Yep, he's ready. He is. By. Oh my yeah. gosh. Harvin. I, Harvin. I, I did look at the Harvin. Are you there? Yes, I am here. That's really quiet. Let's see if we can pot him up. Uh, hello? Hello, I am here. I, I mean, we can hear you, but we can't hear you. Okay, well, I'm, Hold on, it's not your I, fault. I don't know what to tell you. Harvin, it's not your fault, trust me. Harvin, you've been watching the show. From the uh, Faust Hotel in uh, New Braunfels, Texas, where he's currently stationed for Drape Beauty. Did you just hang up on me? Uh, I think he just did. Wow. Uh, Shortest interview ever. <laughs> Thank you very much, Harvin. Well, Selma, see if you can ring up Mount Pilot for us one more time. We'll get Harvin going here on the phone. Is he living in a hotel? No, he's drinking in a hotel. Thank you. He's, he's joining us from uh, his favorite haunt down there. Really cool uh, haunted hotel, actually. They've got some uh, spooky stories. We might check in with them around uh, Halloween time and uh, get more from that scene. Stand by, folks. You're going to hear a loud crackle while he plugs back in the microphone jack. Yes. No, I actually have the pod down. so that's Oh, not all right. See, he knows what he's doing. Okay, you there, Harvard. Wow. Harvard, okay, yeah, that's better. I'm here. Excellent. Who's producing this thing? <laughs> <laughs> what is this amateur stuff? It'll be somebody God. different next week. <laughs> yeah, since I'm fired. How is everybody doing up in Dallas? Doing good, man. It's good to hear from you. Thanks for joining us for the second uh, week back here in a row. You were active in our chat room last time and uh, had some good insight as to our lack of quality and professionalism, and we're glad to have you back for more of the same. <laughs> how is our favorite? That's what I'm here for, guys. How is our favorite drapist? Can you still do ten feet at one stick? Oh, <laughs> wow! You guys talk to the marketing you department down there, right? Like other people to hang some lights. Hey, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> we we won't. Anyways. We won't mention what company you work with. Well, Harvin, tell us a little bit about I don't want to yourself. mention any companies that I've ever worked with. No, not in this is like resume killer right here. That's embarrassing, guys. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, sir. We've got you uh, fonted on the screen as a pipe and drape expert. Uh, but we know you do. You, you're kind of a, a jack of all we trades. We know you as know we... how to lay pipe. He's a master drapist. I, I, I am, yes. I, I can lay some pipe. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> Super awkward. No, so that's your oh, day yeah. job is you do uh, scene setting and uh, that sort of thing for special events, large company down yep. there in the uh, Southex area. But um, Absolutely. You were, you've been on the road a lot with us, and you've done probably more roles than you would care to name. But uh, what, what are some of your favorite things that you've been able to do in the show tech world? He hung lights for me. Uh, camera I assistant, uh, you know, audio assistant, stuff like that. Never got to be like A1 or, you know. You know, do you, do you, uh, or anything crazy is that something like you're that, working but, you toward? Do you want to you want to be in the hot seat someday and take over? Is that what Not you so want? much, no. See, I have always said Not that Harvin so strikes me as the producer type. You've got enough knowledge about what's going on that uh, 
I think you could lead a crew and, and keep an eye on the strategic vision of what's going on. So one of these days. I feel, I, I feel you're correct on that. I, I, I do because, you know, I mean, that's what I'm working towards. Eventually I want to get there. Do they have your but, running you know, place down TV. there yet? Oh, no, I'm, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. yeah from you know, what I, I got one other guy and we're running the whole it, South Texas area. So. Yeah. Very cool. on, yeah. That's what's going on. So, but in that same thread of uh, being a producer one day, we're talking tonight, uh, well, we started off talking tonight about things that producers tend to forget when they budget. And you've seen a pretty good variety of shows out there. What kind oh, of... God. What was that? Did you... Oh, man. Did you drop the phone in the beer? What happened? Hello? No. Okay. I no. Just, I just heard a... Oh, okay. I'm fine. I don't know what's going on on your end. I thought you were... Oh, you're saying like, oh, my God, oh, my... I heard a ruckus. Oh, wait. Okay. Are you saying that you've no, been a part of like bad start. shows? Oh, you're, 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 you're talking about that. Like, where do I start? Mm. Oh. Hmm. I thought it's like, oh my God. Where do I begin? That was an audible sigh. But yeah, tell us some things that uh, producers, novices out there might tend to forget if they're if they're planning out a show or family well, to plan out a show. Pretty much everything. <laughs> Sometimes. All right, Herman, thanks. Like for, thanks for that. We'll uh, come back to you tomorrow. <laughs> making up crap as they go. You know, I mean, that's that's generally a lot of what, of what I see occur. They just kind of, there's zero free planning, and you show up on site, and it's kind of like, um, they're, and they're asking you, well, what do you think? It's just like, well. Yeah. Uh, I, th I think I that is the difference between, that, um, well, like Scott here, he's a, he's a theater veteran. I consider myself to be pretty heavily invested in the broadcast side of things. And both Absolutely. of those industries are pretty well-timed at timetables. Everything is very well-scripted and cued, and there's not a lot of room for, oh, I didn't think about that. Because then that would mean there is a huge blank space in your script. So there, that's not always I the case in live events and things that are kind of unfolding without a real rock-solid plan. It's just kind of a loose yeah. rundown, uh, something more like you might see on this show, where we're just like, ah, we'll talk about this BS for an hour. <laughs> but that leaves a lot of room for failure. Absolutely. And, I mean, legitimately, like, we have these things, we'll call them pop-ups, right? Where yes. I'll get a call, like, the day of, and... Somebody will go, oh, I need 300 feet of drink all of a sudden. <laughs> so that's a ago. pretty good example of a, uh, a, a near miss, I guess. Yeah. yeah that's... <laughs> like, oh, hey, by the way, oh, this. And they go, oh, we have all this uplighting planned and all these, you know, like all these go-go's planned, but what did you plan to... Nothing to shoot them on, except for exactly. the wall that we assumed would be there. Brilliant. Exactly, exactly. So, I mean, legitimately, like, Python Drake is pretty much an afterthought all the time. Really? I would. Yeah, you know, I, wow. I, mean, I guess. Yeah, I can understand that. I would really think that pipe and drape is kind of the uh, the canvas on which the rest of the event is built. But uh, you're telling me not so much. It's just kind of a cover no, up so for. Uh, oh, we didn't realize they'd be doing construction, or there was a uh, obese person's nude beach adjacent to the event. <laughs> so let's let's. Drape or it. how do we hide this? You know, uh, power drop and all these cables and all this crap back here and video village and all that shit. Let's cover it in heavy <laughs> drape. That's a genius plan. <laughs> what do we, this is a clear fire hazard. How do we make sure the fire marshal doesn't see it? Cover it in fire and then, drape. And then the best part, the best part is that you don't, uh, the best part is like you show up and you go, okay, this is how much it's going to cost. Um, <laughs> this is how much it's going to cost. And, uh, yeah, and anybody's ever dealt with drape oh, well, before, that adds that. up quickly. It's just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> this is how the much truck's it already here. Wow. Yeah. So how many? It, it happens. So how many drape companies have you worked with so far? Two to three. Okay. 
So you, we could say that uh, you're like a total professional on drape. He really is. He's, I, yeah. he's, he's, he's middle a, management easy. He's uh, been a, a lead on drape, heavy drape installation. He's a master Sorry for burning right on the microphone. That was awful. Master drapist. <laughs> master drapist. I, I like to call I him. I am a master drapist, yes. He is a... Uh, master serial drapist. Confirmed drapist. <laughs> well, it's like that. Well, Alleged rapist. I'm sorry, you can't go down that street. It's within 300 feet of a high school. <laughs> That's our buddy Harvin. That's me. So, Harvin, when you're, not, when you're not draping the town red, um, you've got another little project in mind that you're working on. Uh, hope something we hope to bring to the Lone Star Webcast Network here in the near future. Tell us a little bit about your your vision for this project. Well, basically what it is, it's going to be a video series on basically a, a lot of topics. Um, very, very, very vast array of topics. And this uh, is kind of a how-to kind of learning? How-to, history, educational, just still I mean, because okay, I moved recently, okay. or not recently, about a couple of years ago to the uh, New Braunfels area of Texas, which is in the, high, you know, the hill country. And there is just so much... I, I, growing up in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, I was not exposed to the culture um, and a lot of the just the country, you know, history of Texas. You know, you, just just, you, you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth metroplex. What's up? You just didn't understand what Slitterbond was about, did you? <laughs> no, 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 no. It wasn't anything about that. I mean, it's just basically. I mean, there's just so much stuff going on down here that you don't get exposed to when you're living in a major metropolitan area. There is basically yeah. just, I mean, localized style of music here. You know, they call it Americana, which is basically country music with a lot more folky tones to it. Like banjos? And a lot more... Well, yeah, there's some of that. <laughs> no, I, I, there I like that, that music, well, actually. You know? I was out on the East Coast for a while down south, and uh, I got into the whole folk blues kind of thing. That was... I was into that. Bluegrass, sorry, not blues. You know, so basically, thing. you know, the video series is going to be me traveling around and just showcasing a lot of the history, showcasing a lot of the, uh, you know, the alternative living style down here. You know, because, I mean, this is, it's not like I'm saying these people are like, you know, 100 years back, but they still have that mentality and that attitude, which is great, you know, that you don't get when you're in a metropolitan area. That's pretty cool. It sounds very Lone Star. It's something I'd be. Are you originally from Texas? I was actually born in Louisiana, but moved here, moved to Texas when I was three. As fast as you could, so says the bumper sticker. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Cool. Well, that uh, that like I said, that's a pretty exciting video series. I'd be interested to see more of that. So much so that I'm willing to host it on the network once we actually start getting footage. Um, Yes, and but you know, basically though, I still got to get some resources together. So you know, you can. Like most I media products, yeah, there's a GoFundMe account. I think Jordan's got the lower third up there available. Oh, there it is. Here we are. GoFundMe.com slash HDP videos. And you can uh, find out how to throw a few bucks Harvin's way so we can start producing these things. Um, very cool idea. I'd like to see, I'd like you to uh, teach the, the crowd how to do some survival things, how to do some uh, old-fashioned living kind of things. And uh, like, like you were saying, just kind of a, a callback to the the history of Texas and the local culture that kind of gets lost in the mainstream uh, hubbub of big city living, as we do. Yeah, I mean, and it's just not that, you know. It, 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 like I said, you know, it's kind of like Seinfeld, a show about nothing. Well, this is going to be a show about everything, you well, know, to where basically just, 
you know, we want to show a lot about history, a lot about just uh, culture, you know, yeah. and a lot about music. And I mean, just everything, really. I mean, anything that I can get my hands on is going to be on the show. So that's where that, that, that's that's what I'm working towards. Very cool. What are some of the things you want to, uh, what are some of the topics you want to hit up first, specifically? You got anything in mind? Uh, well, realistic one is where I'm at right now. This uh, hotel that I'm staying in is the historic Faust Hotel and Brewing Company. This thing's been here since, I believe, like 1921, and it's only been remodeled maybe once ever. And they do a lot of their, you know, they brewery, right? So they do a lot of brewing here. They do, I mean, there's, this place is totally haunted. There's great food here. Um, cool. It's a great, great, great spot. I mean, there's just, if you anybody some, knows some me at all, down there? Scott, Scott, yeah, there's very interesting people, a lot of very colorful people down here. Yeah, that's you know, and if anybody cool. knows, you know, knows me at all, knows exactly how picky I am about my spot. And this by far is like, it's tied for first place in spots I've ever been to. Excellent. So, yeah, that's one right place I'm, I'm ready to get down and check that out myself and uh, hopefully get like a, a field assignment. I yeah. think we're needing a field trip. Road, Road trip. trip. Road there trip. you go. Bring it down. We could do a remote broadcast. I think so. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> can load up in the uh, the white whale and head that way. <laughs> there you go. But no, I mean, it's, you know, it, it, it's such a cool little, I mean, area of Texas. I've never... I never explored it whenever I was younger, and now that I'm older, I'm just like, wow, this place is awesome. Like a kid you again. Get, you pretty much, you know. You run, I mean, I've been just running around town for the past three years just trying to, you know, experience and see everything I can and learning everything I can, and hopefully now I can educate others on that. Very cool. Yeah, I think that's uh, there's stories to be told there, and uh, definitely a cool venue and locale to explore on Vidya. So, uh, yeah, that's great. Will you uh, join us again for another episode one of these days? Because it's really cool having you on the phone and talking to you. Right. It's been a while. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about all that. <laughs> I don't know. I'll talk to my agent. We'll have our people call you and uh, <laughs> see if we can set something up. I'll be in my trailer. Yeah, right. Are <laughs> <laughs> right, you going to get that dot .actor uh, URL after the uh, Harvard fam dot .actor? Oh, that's true, website. right? Didn't watch that part but, of the show. You no, know, no, Great. definitely. I, I will definitely be back <laughs> on the show. You know, and next time I'm back up in Dallas, hopefully I can be there live with you guys. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, Scott hopefully. and I can build another stool, and you can sit with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I would have still have Scott's laugh. Oh, there you go. Uh, okay. My chair <laughs> would be the, my chair would be the only one that would hold it. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Mine finished first and started late. So, yeah, yours uh, finished oh, yeah, you, first. You were reinforcing it prior to, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little welding can't fix. Uh, <laughs> well, that'll wind us out. You want to stay on the line, Harvin, so we can uh, kind of wind down the show? And yeah. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Wind yeah. it down. Absolutely. And uh, when, when do I get my paycheck, by the way? Uh, we're losing oh. you. I can't quite, uh, <laughs> Jordan, is there anything we can, uh, oh, that's awful. That's really too bad. Uh, we'll have to get back with him later. Um, oh, shit, he's still here. So oh, <laughs> Why bit? Oh. Let me send some feedback to his IFB. Maybe that'll, that'll get him to listen. Yeah. <laughs> you got a minute and a half left. All right. Close play, us out. Play us out, keyboard cat. You have the, uh, right. Heavy techno music that you're going to blast your ears with too hot. Right. 8.59, everyone. All right. So next Cap week on the show, uh, what are we talking about? Getting paid. 
are. Right? <laughs> that's interesting. You should say that. Harvard. That's actually what we want to talk it. about. Yeah, Harvard, you got to call in next week about that. Yeah. All about, uh, I want to talk about some best practices as a freelancer in this business. Also, some common mistakes, scams to watch out for if you're in this comp- in this uh, line of work. So join us again next week here. It's going to be the March 1st show of the Showtech Show, live on the Lone Star Webcast Network. It's also next Sunday. It's going to be something special. Frontiertelevision.com. All right, and... another good episode i miss that show i miss the guys that i did the show with i wish we could all pick this back up again do this again one more time do another special episode podcast of the show tech show maybe we'll do that they're all coming to my wedding here shortly so that might be a good thing you know they can easily come over we can easily do a podcast all together on a round table and do a special Show Tech Show Reunion Show. Need to think about that. All right, well, that's it for today's podcast. More exciting things are coming. I'm working on more social media content for everyone to reach out to. Um, also, website, pretty much website, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff is coming out shortly. There will be a link on the podcast shortly. You can take a look at it. So, also, just I would like for people to come in here and also let's make some discussion. Uh, basically, let's discuss things, have random talks, topics come up. So, yeah, that sounds good. All right, well, gonna wrap it up here. Send this off. Have a good day and the rest of the week. See you next time.